0: Welcome to Enjoying the Journey with Scott Pauling. True and lasting joy is only found in Jesus Christ and God has designed the Christian life so that those who follow Him will not only enjoy the destination, they can also enjoy the journey. You see, we're all travelers in this world and God has many wonderful truths to teach us along the way. For the next few moments, we turn our attention to the Word of God, the only roadmap for this journey. You'll find additional study helps and resources online at scottpauly.org. Join us now as we study the Scriptures together. It is our prayer that you will enjoy the journey.
1: Would you like to hear a one-word sermon today? That's it, just one word. When I'm finished, all you're going to remember is one word. Some of you are thinking, praise the Lord. We've been waiting on a one-word sermon for a long time. Oh, but before you get too excited about the brevity of it, may I tell you there's a great breadth to it. It's a word that is used in Scripture in an amazing way to reveal something about God and to speak to us about the way God's followers are to live It is this one word found in Philippians chapter 2 and verse 3 and verse 4. Let nothing be done through strife or vainglory, but in lowliness of mind let each esteem other better than themselves. Look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. Here's the word. It's others. That's all. One word. What if we lived every day with one word in mind? I remember as a teenager, my dad coming into my bedroom one morning and he said, "I have something for you." And I said, "Yes, sir." He took something out of his pocket, I'll never forget it, and he put it on the, my mirror. It was one word, it was a sticker, and it was the word "attitude. It was the first thing I saw every morning when I got out of bed. Frankly, I hated that sticker because it reminded me, "Check your attitude." But it was a good reminder. Maybe we all need a sticker. Maybe we need a little sign in our homes and on the dash of our car. Uh, maybe we need to write it in prominent places. This word, others. You see, this is the way that Christ lived and this is the way that Christ's followers are to live. In our study already, we've discovered that Philippians 2 is about developing the mind of Christ. Now we've learned that the mind of Christ is a mind for others. May I go so far as to say that actually I believe Philippians chapter 1 and Philippians chapter 2 all revolve around this idea of others. You see, in Philippians chapter 1, we learn that others need to be evangelized. That's right. You remember Philippians chapter 1 verse 12, Paul said, But I would you should understand, brethren, that the things which happen unto me have fallen out rather unto the furtherance of the gospel, so that my bonds in Christ are manifest in all the palace." And in all other places, there's that word, other, other places, other people, other souls. Listen to verse 27 of Philippians 1. Only let your conversation be as it becometh the gospel of Christ, that whether I come and see you or else be absent, I may hear of your affairs that you stand fast in one spirit with one mind, striving together for the faith of the gospel. What's he saying? He's saying, as surely as you have received the gospel, as surely as you know the Lord Jesus Christ, my friend, others need the gospel. I'm reminded of the words of Jude where the Bible says, and of some have compassion making a difference. And then Jude 23 says this, and others save with fear, pulling them out of the fire. Would you consider others today? Are you glad you're a Christian? Are you glad someone told you about the Lord Jesus Christ? Are you glad your sins have been forgiven? Are you glad you're never going to perish, that you have eternal life? Are you glad you're on your way to meet Jesus? Oh, yes, yes, and yes, we say. Well, may I ask you, do you think others need that same message? Do you think somewhere along your path today, there'll be someone that needs the same gospel message that you received? Absolutely. You see, the church at Philippi received the gospel Because the Apostle Paul saw a man of Macedonia in a dream, a vision in the middle of the night saying, Come over into Macedonia and help us. Why did they get the gospel? They got the gospel because Paul was willing to take it to others. Now, what were they to do? They were to send it out to others. And indeed, they would do that very thing. As a matter of fact, if you come to the end, Of this same letter to Philippians chapter 4 and verse 15, we read, Now ye Philippians know also that in the beginning of the gospel, when I departed from Macedonia, no church communicated with me as concerning giving and receiving, but ye only. For even in Thessalonica ye sent once and again unto my necessity, not because I desire a gift, but I desire fruit that may abound to your account. What's he referencing? He's referencing the fact that when he left Philippi, he went on to Thessalonica to preach the gospel, and there were needs there. There were definite needs to advance the gospel, and the church at Philippi so had others in their heart. They didn't want to keep it to themselves, that they were willing to give and to send and to do their part, whatever they could do to get the message of Jesus Christ to others. You see, it not only came to them, it went on from them. I remember many years ago standing in the Middle East at a most beautiful body of water. I still remember it was nearing sunset and the sun was glistening on the on the water in front of us. It was gorgeous. And I reached down and I, I scooped some water in my hand. I put it to my mouth and I spit it out just as quickly. It wasn't just salty. It was bitter. It was, it was terrible. The Jordanian pastor that was hosting us laughed and he said, Welcome to the Dead Sea. I was standing at a body of water. It was beautiful on the surface, but beneath it was nothing but death. The Jordanian pastor said to me, living things flow into this body of water. Upstream, the Jordan River brings living things in continuously. The problem is that nothing ever flows out. And then my friend made a statement I've never forgotten. He said, life becomes death when it's kept to itself. May I remind you that if we're not careful, we become Dead Sea Christians. That's right. Our lives become dead seas we're having things deposited in us all the time but God never meant for you to be a depository he meant for you to be a channel a tributary of his love and grace and kindness and mercy to others in other words he meant it not only to come to you he meant it to flow through you into the lives of other people and so when we come to this message in Philippians chapter 2 about others, it begins with this truth that others need to be evangelized. Can you think right now of the person that first shared the gospel with you? They preached the message or gave the Sunday school lesson or handed you a gospel track or shared their testimony. Are you grateful for that person? Now may I ask you, will you do that for others? Would you be that witness today for the Lord Jesus Christ? Would you ask the Lord to use you to take what you've received and relay it to someone else. Oh, there's joy when you don't keep it to yourself. It is truly more blessed to give than to receive. And outside your own salvation, the most exciting, joyful thing you'll ever experience is the joy of sharing Jesus with others.
0: Thank you for listening to today's episode of Enjoying the Journey. The only thing that matters in this world and in eternity is your personal relationship with Jesus Christ. If you have never trusted the Lord Jesus Christ, would you repent of your sin and by faith take Him as your Savior? Friend, God loves you and Jesus died for you. He died for your sins and rose from the dead so that you could have eternal life. You do not have to journey alone. Jesus will come into your life to be your constant companion. Simply pray, Lord, be merciful to me, a sinner. God promises that whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. If you do know Christ as your Savior, He wants you to walk closely with Him. It is the only way to enjoy the journey. You may listen to today's Bible message again, as well as others in this series. Simply visit scottpauley.org today for resources that will encourage your faith and equip you to take the next step for Christ. If you have made a decision today or would like additional help, we would love to hear from you. Email us at connect at or write to us at 1038 North Eisenhower Drive, Beckley, West Virginia, 25801. We will continue studying the Word of God together next time. And until then, may God help you to enjoy the journey.